In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the How Are You Really podcast. My name's Evie, and this week we're going to be talking about stigma. So when I started this podcast, one of my main aims was to reduce stigma around the topic of mental health. And although mental health is talked about so much more now than it used to be, a stigma still remains about specific mental health disorders and just the topic in general. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about what is stigma, how does stigma affect people, and how to deal with stigma in your day-to-day life, and how to manage that. What is mental health stigma? Mental health stigma refers to the societal disapproval, or when society places shame on people who live with mental illnesses, or people who seek help for emotional distress, or seek help for a more specific mental health problem such as anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder or PTSD. Mental health stigma usually can come from stereotypes, which are simplified or generalised beliefs or representations of a larger group of people that are often inaccurate, negative or offensive. They allow a person to make quick judgments about other people based around a few defining characteristics which they apply to anyone in that larger group. This stigma can also be contributed by celebrities, media and particularly stuff like films and TV shows. This is something I've particularly seen is that people's opinions on mental health can be informed by celebrities or if you'd call him that stuff like Piers Morgan and his behaviour towards mental health, speaking about Simone Biles and Meghan Markle in particular and that his negative attitude contributes to the overall stigma that people think it's uncomfortable or inappropriate to talk about mental health when it's something that everyone experiences and it's something that should be okay to talk about. Particularly horror films contribute to this stigma, the kind of stereotype that people who seek mental health treatment or they are in like a mental institution in that kind of environment, those people are all dangerous and kind of mixing and matching of the word psychotic and psychopath 
when they mean completely different things and even with film titles such as Psycho just brings really bad connotations to mental health that makes people assume that people who have mental illnesses can't be trusted and that they're dangerous in society. More modern films such as Split and TV shows like as 13 Reasons Why and stuff like that I think make conversations about mental health more difficult and contribute to the stigma even though 13 Reasons Why was marketed to support mental health and to raise awareness around teenage suicide I think it's had a quite negative effect on a lot of people and is not representative of people who have suicidal feelings at all in opinions I've read. As I've said, many people fear being called crazy or seeking support from a therapist because of these stereotypes and kind of perceptions in the media and none of these characterizations are valid and all of them are misinformed, cause pain to real people and prevent people from getting the help they really need. The stereotype that people with mental illnesses are violent or dangerous is actually very, very wrong and that people who live with mental illnesses are ten times more likely to be victims of a crime making them a very vulnerable population that we should be protecting instead of fearing. And a lack of awareness, education and perception and a fear of people with mental illnesses can all lead to increased stigma. And as I just said, all these things are really negative and actually deter people from getting the help they really need. We should always support people for getting help for themselves and always try and help each other with mental illness and these stereotypes stop people from voicing how they're feeling and cause a lot of harm to people's lives. So I'm going to talk about some effects of mental health stigma. According to the Mental Health Foundation, nearly 9 out of 10 people with a mental illness feel stigma and discrimination negatively impacts their lives, and they also state that those with a mental health issue are among the least likely group with any long-term health condition or disability to find work, be in a long-term relationship, live in good housing, and be socially included in mainstream society. And stigma against a person living with a mental health condition can make their symptoms worse and make it harder for them to recover. A person may also be less likely to seek help if they fear stigma from maybe their family or just society in general. And stigma may not be obvious or expressed in large gestures. It can come in the words people use to describe mental health conditions or people who live with mental illnesses. And this can be a very hurtful, offensive and dismissive language, which is very upsetting for people to hear. This also can cause them to feel alone and that nobody understands how they're feeling. Some effects of stigma can include internalisation of negative beliefs, 
social isolation, low self-esteem, shame, avoiding treatment for their mental illness, worsening symptoms, lack of criminal justice, discrimination at work and unemployment. So you can see how all of these things have such a massive impact on someone's life and just making off comments like they're they're a psycho, they're really crazy, they're just saying these things, they have a mental illness for attention. All these things are really damaging and they can actually make people more isolated and it can make their symptoms worse. So by using language like this, and I'm sure you can think of lots of language that's discriminatory towards people who have poor mental health, stuff like cuckoo, nuts, schizo, weird, scary, all these words are really damaging to people and you shouldn't use them in any context talking about mental health. So now we're going to talk about how to deal with stigma. Unfortunately, not everyone understands mental health problems, and that's one of the reasons I started this podcast, is to help people understand that it's okay to talk about, and if you don't know much about it, then you can just listen to a podcast to learn a little bit. You don't need to go on courses, and even if the mental health education in your school isn't very good, by listening to maybe a 15 minute podcast, you can get that understanding that maybe you otherwise wouldn't have got. Some people may have misconceptions about what certain diagnoses mean, and they might also use the language that's really dismissive, offensive and hurtful. This can be really upsetting, especially to someone who is hearing this from maybe a family member, someone like a teacher or someone in high authority, a colleague at work or even a mental health professional or healthcare professional. It's important to remember that you aren't alone in experiencing this and you don't have to put up with treating you badly and that you do not deserve to be treated like this. So here are some options for you to think about. You can show people reliable information to help them understand more about what your diagnosis might mean, or just try and educate them a little bit more about mental health in general. And you can find reliable information online from many, many mental health charities, the NHS website, the World Health Organization website, and I'll be putting a few links in my description if you want to see a couple of those. You can be more involved in your treatment, so you can also look online for guidance on having more of a say in your treatment and making your voice heard and steps you can take to if you're not happy with the care or the therapy or treatment you are receiving. You can contact an advocate. An advocate is someone who can support your choices and help you make your voice heard and I'll also put some links about this too but you can find these kind of things online quite easily just having a google. Knowing your rights is really important and you should you you should really inform yourself on your rights and this is also available online and 
I found this link on the MIND website, to provide yourself with information on your rights in a wide range of situations. And this is particularly important to do with discrimination, which is actually illegal in regard to um, mental health, because it is ableism as mental health can be a disability. So talking about your experiences and sharing your story can help improve other people's understanding and change their attitudes about mental health. So that's another reason why my podcast. I try and get a lot of my friends or people that I know for them to talk about mental health because I know that everyone thinks about mental health and they know it's important but they don't really understand how many people are going through something and by just getting people I know in my community it's showing that it's completely normal for people to be going through these things and that you need to be able to understand and help other people because it is just so common now. Another thing you can do to raise awareness for mental health and try and get rid of stigma is to get involved in a campaign. So there's lots of charities and stuff that always need help because mental health funding is not always the best and raising money for mental health charities or even just attending a course or doing a bake sale even just to raise awareness and to get people talking about mental health can honestly make such a difference and can make people who are living with mental illnesses in your community, your family, your workplace can make them feel more accepted and it can make them feel like you really understand and support what they're going through. As I've mentioned the language thing in this episode, watch your language when you talk about mental health. And although mental health for some people won't be a very positive thing, it can be scary for people experiencing it. It can be uncomfortable. But do not use discriminatory language around people who live with mental health problems. It's really unhelpful and I've said it can actually really harm people. So just watch your language. If you do say something wrong, everybody does it now and again. It's because we have been brought up that these words may be acceptable in society when they're really not now that we know more about mental health. Just apologise and just acknowledge that you've made a mistake. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Just a little one this week, just to talk about the importance of talking about mental health and the damage that stigma can do to people and how important it is to make people feel welcome and listened to in our community if they're going through mental illness. Mental illness a lot of the time can make people feel really low and have people feeling really low self-esteem and really alone so by getting rid of this stigma and by promoting people to get help you are going to help people and you are going to hopefully help someone get that help that they really need and maybe improve their life so thank you for listening to this week's podcast episode I'm going to put plenty of links in the description about some of the things I've mentioned. Mental health charities, knowing your rights, 
having an advocate and everything like that. As always, look after your mental health and have a great week. In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com.